Mexico's first game of the summer is over. 3-1 against Venezuela. Just here outside Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the Atlanta downtown in the backdrop. Walking back to the hotel, it's one o'clock. Still got quite a bit to write. Here with Amy, Amy Lopez. Um, you can probably hear the sounds of people packing up behind us as the stadium gets ready probably for some other event. Uh, but yeah, big, big day. There's so much to talk about, really. Uh, it's almost like we don't need a mini pod here. We actually need a you know, a full hours, hours pod, but we're not going to do it. We're going to keep it short. Uh, first up, I thought that was a superb performance for Mexico. I thought that after a rocky, you know, a rocky last couple of months with all the players being out and, and there was, for me, you know, for me personally, there was question marks about, you know, what Mexico would look like at this Gold Cup. Um, and obviously some of the young players were there and, and for me, I, I doubted whether they had that capacity, the ability to step up and, and the, how big was the gap between these younger players and the ones that are you know, fully, fully established internationals. And I think tonight we got an answer, um, not just for the, for the scoreline, I thought in terms of what, how this Mexican national team performed and more than anything, they fit into the system and the idea of play that Tata Martino is employing. For me, it was, you know, it was a classic 4-3-3. Uh, Barcelona, Dutch style, just going up the elevator here, um, and 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 really, the, especially the wing. I felt like the key to this performance tonight, and the key, the thing that convinced me, were the wingers, because I had my doubts about Rodolfo Pizarro and Roberto Alvarado, and how they would kind of you know fit into the system. In essence, they're inverted wingers, and I think the key is the the fullbacks, Jesus Gallardo and Fernando Navarro were very good in terms of advancing and overlapping and providing that width and you know like I said it's a classic classic 4-3-3 um, and, and you know that gave the pointer to to Mexico summer really and that's what it's going to look like um, and to be honest it, it, it looks good um, obviously it looked like this game was going to be overshadowed by Edson Alvarez injuring I think his left leg in the uh, just about on the half hour mark I mean I honestly it's like one of those when you're in the press box and you you kind of you see it happens and you think oh damn this is going to overshadow all the post game this is going to overshadow the whole thing you've got to write about the game and everything um, and, and fortunately he's not completely out of the gold cup just yet um, Tata Martino the JCB just drives past um, Tata Martino saying that he's got a good chance well, he's got a, he's 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 got a chance. Let's let's get it right. He's got a chance. It's going to be him or Uriel Antuna. And the other big news of tonight was obviously Tata Martino naming the 23-man squad. Um, obviously, there's that doubt about Edson Alvarez and and whether he'll be in or Uriel Antuna. Uh, I, I was a bit surprised. I'm going to pass this over to Amy in just uh, in just a few seconds. But I was a bit surprised. I was a bit surprised because obviously Edson Alvarez and Uriel Antuna. Are very different players. Um, obviously, I, I, I thought that you know if uh, I thought first of all that Antuna would be in because I thought he had a really good game tonight, got an assist. But he also he's, he's that that kind of that player in the forward line. He was he has real pace, and I just think that's going to be a big weapon if things aren't going quite well, and you know if the kind of inverted wingers, the, the wingers that like to come in and create, if it isn't really working, then 
you know you've got someone like Antuna who can be much more direct so uh, that was a bit bit of a surprise but um, but Amy obviously Raul Godinho is the goalkeeper out uh, Ivan Rodriguez Marco Fabian out injured we kind of expected that um, and obviously now the big question mark for the next couple of days is is how fit is Edson Alvarez but thoughts on the on the I don't know the, the list firstly well first off I love the fact that they gave it to us like right after the game I was so sure that it was they were going to give us time Tata said himself at the press conference I have until midnight well I guess I guess that was right because it's local time but okay so the list is what it is but you're saying you're surprised about Antuna I I was so happy for him and my tweets resonated that right I was so happy for him See, we're telling you this is casual because we got background noise. But <laughs> it was, he had a great game. You're right. I was so happy for him and the performance that he gave. But I was watching the game too and I was like, he's still very young and he still has a lot more that he has to do. I was talking to you about it earlier, Tom, where it kind of felt like when I didn't see his name in the lineup, it kind of felt like when you didn't see Jonathan, uh, sorry, yeah, Jonathan Gonzalez's. And I, I mean, for anybody that's listening to this, no, I don't put Jonathan Gonzalez and Ariel Antuna in the same bubble. But I think the parallel is that even though they're not on the rosters that you thought they would they would be on, given their performances or you know the hype surrounding them, you know that in this case, Tata Martino was telling him, you know what, I, you did, had a great game. You're still going to be a part of us for this next upcoming friendly. Keep showing what you're doing, and he's going to have a future with the national team. So, I mean, you can take that as a positive step forward. I did, however, like you're saying, I did, however, see what he was doing and I could see him doing well against someone like Cuba, you know, where maybe they'll have several goals and, you know, he could be one of those players that kind of just practices his craft in that kind of game. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, you know, Edson, obviously his face kind of told a different story so the fact that he's in with yeah. the roster you know I mean I think if Edson's out and you know we saw Diego Reyes there um, stepping in and that was interesting in itself why because it shows Tata Martino actually prefers a player like Diego Reyes it's not too dissimilar to Osorio I actually had a little brief chat with Jonathan Dos Santos nothing nothing um, nothing formal but, you know, I, I think from, from what I gathered from that chat is that actually Jonathan, Jonathan Dos Santos is going to be more of a, you know, an interior further forward player. Uh, he actually made a joke and said, I'm, I'm the goleador. <laughs> he, he was loving it. He was laughing at it. But he did score a nice goal the other week for, for Galaxy. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't know. I think uh, Edson Alvarez, if he's out, it's going to be a big blow. Hopefully it's not that serious. The fact that he's not ruled out immediately tells me that at least there's a chance that it's not you know it's not serious and because the other thing is is the um the pending transfer there's so many rumors surrounding Edson Alvarez and, and is he going to go to Europe and Wolves potentially to join Raul Jimenez train going past <laughs> underneath now uh, but yeah I don't know overall a positive night obviously the Edson Alvarez is a bit of a stain uh, no massive shocks with the with the squad but for me just to, I'll close out, and then you can you can give a few, a few of your thoughts, Amy, as well. For me, I, I was just uh, blown away. Is too strong, <laughs> but I was very, very, very happy with what Mexico showed tonight in terms of 
adapting to Tata Martino's system in terms of understanding the idea. I mean, I don't think it's... I think the 4-3-3 fits the Mexican players absolutely perfectly. Uh, Raul Jimenez thought was good up front, obviously. And, I don't know, we, we, we got a glimpse tonight of what Mexico are going to show this summer because Martino's going to play a 4-3-3 all the way through the summer. He said that ahead of this game. And so, for me, a positive night with just that stain that Edson Alvarez is placing the Gold Cup is in doubt. Amy, close us out. <laughs> um, I said yesterday that under Tata Martino, you see a Mexico that scores multiple goals, and that's exactly what you saw tonight. And not just scoring a lot of goals, but they're they're consistently trying either to score the goals or get the ball out of play. Their defense still is shaky here and there, but you know you saw Diego Reyes come back and recover so much that you know he headed the ball out out of the goal. Um, so yeah, I also lead with uh, with optimism that Edson Alvarez, you know, injury is going to be a huge blow. Uh, I said it in my tweets. I hate seeing that sad Edson face. I saw it in Sweden, against Sweden, in <laughs> Russia. So I hate seeing it. Um, but who knows? Who knows what happens with him? But overall, I think with the lack of absences and everything that we've been, everybody has just been focusing on. I still think we're going to see a really strong Mexico coming out. That's it. I fly off to Dallas tomorrow. Amy back to LA. I'll we'll meet up again in um, in a week or so. Game. No, the first yeah. Gold Cup game. But yeah, thanks for tuning in for the second episode of, of this daily Gold Cup podcast. And uh, back tomorrow. Thanks a lot. <laughs>